This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Welcome everyone to this NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Edition. I'm your host Ryan Roberts. Follow me on Twitter at RisingDraft. Uh, part of this NFL Draft Bible Spotlight uh, series, we're going to be talking to a 2021 NFL Draft prospect. He still has a year to play, but I saw his film and I'm super impressed. I got Mr. Jaquan Hardy, who is a running back from Tiffin University. Jaquan, man, just say hello to the folks, brother, and I appreciate you coming on again. Hello, 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 everyone. God bless. I hope everyone's being safe with the coronavirus going around right now. And I just want to thank Ryan for the complete shout out for all, all the things he's doing for me. Oh, absolutely, man. And, and it's an exciting one. Um, I, I know Jaquan, like Jaquan said, you know, everyone be safe out there right now. Uncertain times, it's scary times. But I'm excited just to be here to be able to talk to a great football player. And, you know, I feel like football is the ultimate escape. You know what I mean? So I just I just love it. And, uh, Jaquan, while we get started here, Tiffin University, man. Tell me a little bit about Tiffin and how you ended up there. Oh, man, I came a long way. So at first, I was recruited by Gary Golf and his staff. Right now, Gary is in Valdosta. Mm. But growing, growing up my senior year, I was offered by Tiffin. And... I was kind of looking at it as uh, my last option. So everything ended up falling down. Next thing I know, I was at Tiffin. And I was just having fun, just trying to make a play every single time. And But who I got there from was Gary. So I got there with Gary Goff, and it was pretty fun. Awesome, man. And, and I know I, I, wanna, I don't want to skip over too far because I, I want to talk a little bit just about your Westlake High School career. I know you were really – accomplished football player there. Just kind of relive some of your favorite moments at high school for me before the, the Tiffin days began. For some reason, I always remember my team would find a way to lose. I don't know why. <laughs> but reliving it, oh, man, if I could go back, that would be something. But it was one of the, the biggest things I remember was facing North Olmsted High School was one of our rivals. And we were just, it was a shootout. And I remember my senior year, the uh, the fans were, were cheering my name. Not cheering my name, but they were, like, downplaying me and saying my name. So I'm, I'm telling the rest, so-and-so, yada, yada, yada. And next thing I know, I break off for, like, an 80-yard run. And in the middle of that run, I looked at the fan section at the North Olmsted uh, High School. And I just pointed at them. And that was the biggest thing I remember, I would say, out of high school. Like, it was... It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, and I'm looking at I'm looking at some of these numbers, Jaquan, and I'm just going to rattle it off real quick. So far in the career, 3,200 yards, 28 touchdowns. You got another 38 receptions. But this past year specifically, man, 2019. I know your team had a the second straight nine and two season, but you ran for over 1,500, 15 touchdowns, and an absolute. I had to double check this, man, because 7.6 yards per carry. <laughs> Take, take me through that for you, man, because obviously team-wise, individually-wise, you had a big season. What what was t- 2019 like for you? 2019 was just really stepping up to the plate, being selfless, and just being ready because at the end of the day, like, the best is going to play. And if, you, if you're going to compete and you're giving out effort, then you're going to play. But 2019 was definitely a selfless year for me. And it was just fun, really. We all just had fun. Awesome. And, and kind of 
I know, I know it was probably a big one for you because I know that year you're coming off a meniscus injury that cost you 2018. So can you just talk to me a little bit about what that blessing was like? Because I know, you know, you have to have an extreme amount of faith to come back from an injury like that. What, what, how rewarding was it just to have that season after the meniscus? Oh, man, it was just, it just showed to me, like, everything happens for a reason. I felt like God literally made me injured. Well, didn't make me get injured, but I felt like I got injured for a reason. And it's just a blessing. Like, it was a blessing and a curse, but it was a blessing because I was able to get better mentally, and then next thing you know, I was even faster, stronger physically. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I got to get better every single day. Yeah. That was the mindset. Awesome. And, and I know, I know I, uh, I'd love to ask this question. So I told you before we started, I have a comparison to your game that I have when I was watching you play. Before, before, we, before we do that, though, and I hear your reaction to me, tell me who are some players past, present, that you love to watch that you might model your game after a little bit. I would say Todd Gurley, somewhat of Alva Kamara, and a little bit of Saquon when it comes to jumping and making the play. Wow. I love it. I love it. So, Reddy, I'm going to give you my comparison. Let me let me hear what you think. Um, so I know you're bigger than this guy, but, like, there was just, like, so when I watched your film, I saw some really underrated shiftiness. You're a tough kid. Your contact balance is ridiculous. You get very low to the ground. You're able to break a ton of talent, uh, ton of tackles. Arm tackles do not work much in you. I was thinking, I know he's been banged up maybe the last couple years, but Devonta Freeman, who played with the Atlanta Falcons, what the, a few. Yeah, hey, yeah. He's the same height as me, too. That's what's crazy. Yeah. I think he is. Yeah, yeah and it, it was, uh, I don't know, I don't know if it was just watching you because I got some of the back view, so I kind of saw your vision and you being able to jump gap to gap and doing different things, and it was just the contact balance. When I think of contact balance, there might not be a better one in the league, in my opinion, than Devonta Freeman. That dude's center of gravity is absolutely ridiculous. Facts. That, hey, I'm with you 100% all the way. And the way he gets the hole, it reminds me of myself as well. Awesome. Uh, I'm glad you liked it, man, because that was the first name I wrote down in my notes. I'm like, that, that's the guy, I think. I think that's him right there. So, um, yeah. Let, let, let's talk a little bit about improvements, because obviously – you, you've been very successful before this past season, but obviously the big jump in production and, and a quality of your play on the fields. What what do you consider that has kind of been the biggest improvement in your game since you've been at Tiffin? I would say flexibility mm-hmm. and just, just learning the game from other positions because when I first got into football, like my college career, I, I knew the game, but I didn't know the game as well as I should. Like, I didn't know whether, like, what a Sam was, where mm-hmm. the mic would line up sometimes, or, like, which safety is which. But now that I know the game, I know the gap scheme on defense and offense, mm-hmm. it just it helped me, and it made me realize what holes would be open on specific plays and what gaps would close on specific plays. Mm-hmm. But just figuring out, like, just being mentally ready and physically ready the next year, that just that's what helped me, really. Awesome. So, so let, let me kind of run you through a scenario a little bit because I love the gap scheme. I'm, I'm a huge sucker for inside zone and, and doing different things. So let, let's say that you're running – we'll just go inside zone for now, right? Um, let, take me through what, what, what the process is. If you, you, know, get, you, you had the mesh point with the quarterback, you got the ball in your hands, 
What are you looking at, and what is going to determine your decision on what gap to hit? So my first decision is, depending on which double team it is, I'm going towards the double team, and then I'm going to press the linebacker. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to figure out if he's going to bite on it. If he doesn't bite on my uh, pressing the line, Mm -hmm. then I'm just going to shoot straight through the gap. But Mm -hmm. if he does press Mm -hmm. the line, the line of scrimmage, and then I'm going to jump cut the opposite side and take off. Yes. I love it. And one thing I always tell running backs, you know, younger guys, is the thing about about zone is, you know, obviously you're looking front side, but like most most often, kind of like what you're saying is backside a gap is like where it pops. You know what I mean? Like when that linebacker overruns the gap, and then it kind of closes front side, and you just do that little subtle jump cut back to the back to the backside and off to the races. And I know. I, I saw that a ton from you on film. So so let me ask you, as far as scheme-specific, zone, power, like what's kind of your bread and butter, you think? Oh, oh man. That's a 2 Alright, so Jaquan, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a moment because I know you sound like a really humble young man, which is you know a great thing and it's gonna help you a lot, you know, kind of moving forward. But if I'm gonna ask you because I've seen you play a lot, I know if some people haven't, yes, what do you consider to be some of your biggest strengths on the field? I would say my biggest strengths are being competitive every single day mm-hmm. and the relentlessness of doing that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm also trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Like I care about the game. I care about my coaches. I care about my players. Like all that matters. Awesome. I don't want to move you ahead too fast, man, because I know you know college goes very quickly. But we're coming now into your final year for you individually. Now, what's the next step? How are you going to improve this off season? And what is something that maybe you have your eyes set on to improve most? My goal. So I want to work on. My third gear, because I feel like I have a first and second, but the third gear is going to come eventually. And another thing I want to work on is finding an easier way to the end zone. So what I mean by that is, like, I don't have to go through, like, five to six guys to finally get to the end zone when I can just go through two. Right. And just get to the end zone faster. That makes sense. Yeah, no, nah, it makes absolute sense. I, I know it's it's tough too because with a guy like you that has so much power, sometimes you just want to go straight forward and just run dudes over. You know what I mean? But right. And especially at the running back position, man. You know, careers don't last as long as some other spots. So you need to take care yeah. of that body. You know. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, so. Th- we mentioned the team a little bit, but I know you guys have had back-to-back nine and two records. What's kind of the next step for the team moving into 2020? What are some goals that you have? Oh, I would say a national championship right away. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if we take it day by day, then we're going to be conference champs, mm-hmm. and then we're going to take it day by day in the playoffs, and then we're going to be national champs. Oh, that sounds like a plan. And, and kind of for you, I mean, coming off of a year where you were an All-American and you had these type of numbers. What 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 are the expectations for yourself individually for next year? Oh man, a clean clean slate. Like mm-hmm. last year doesn't mean nothing. That's already over with. So yeah. now we just work it and just I'm trying to get at least over two two thousand, maybe all purpose, but if not fifteen hundred rushing, right. maybe a little bit over that. But as long as we're winning, mm-hmm. I, I don't care what happens because we're gonna win and it's just whatever it takes. 
Awesome. And again, Ryan Roberts, Rising Draft on Twitter with Jaquan Hardy here, running back out of Tiffin University. Jaquan, last question for you, man. It's, it's, I, I believe in this, man. I believe that you have the potential to play professionally at the next level whenever your career comes to an end. For, for you, what type of blessing would that be, and just what type of dream is that for you? Oh, man, it would, it would be more than a dream and a blessing indeed because I've always dreamed about being in the NFL mm. since I was small because I started playing football when I was like seven or eight. Mm. So I've been playing for over some years now. <laughs> but uh, I feel like it would be uh, deserving, I would say, because of the work I've put in. Mm-hmm. But I felt like those blessings were also help my family because it wouldn't just be for me. I would try to change other people's lives, whether that's my family, friends, or random people, especially times now. So Yeah. And, and so, so that's going to conclude this interview with me, Ryan Roberts. Again, Rising Draft on Twitter. This NFL Draft Bible spotlight interview with Jaquan Hardy, running back out of Tiffin University. Jaquan, man, again, want to thank you so much for taking the time, brother. I really do appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you, Ryan. <laughs>